0: My name is Marcus Pierce, and I'm here with the Prince of Pop, the King of the Kiwis. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, Marcus. Oh, my gosh. How good was that last episode? Well, so good that we have brought Billy Jordan back. But before we go back to Billy, I forgot to give our sponsors a very special mention last time. We are brought to you by the incredible Forage Cereal, In Nature, Fine Health, and the incredible 100 Not Out Greek Island Longevity Retreat, Coming at you June 20 to 29 in the beautiful Ikaria. Find out more at 100notout.com. Now, Damien, we got halfway through our interview with Billy. I think we've got about one third
1: the Yeah, way I was going to say we Maybe probably do about 10 episodes. One tenth. Yeah. <laughs> I've got so many questions to ask. You're right
0: Let's shoot back over to New Zealand to what, how do you pronounce the island? Waihiki. Waihiki. I want to say Waikiki, but it's definitely not Waikiki. Waihiki Island to New Zealand. Welcome back, Billy Jordan. Thanks for joining us, Billy.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, for people that may have missed the first episode, Billy Jordan is the dance instructor for the world record holder, the Guinness World Record holder for the world's oldest hip-hop group, hip operation. Damien, as a Kiwi by Second Nature, you're very excited to uh, chat with Billy. And before we uh, went back into this um, recording, you were speaking to Billy that she's just come back from the States with a few of her hip-
1: Hip, hip, hop, opera, hip, hip operators. Hip operators. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not only smooth operators, they're hip operators. Uh Billy, tell us about New York. You said that uh, you went over there so that you could take them through the blizzard. Was that correct?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> we've been saving up for a while because, you know, most uh, people in their 70s, their number one destination is to go to the Bronx. Uh, so <laughs> that's <laughs> what we've been saving for. So, yeah, a couple a couple of the dancers and me are uh, 72, 71, so the two youngest members of the dance group. The rookies. Well, they're they're actually the lead dancers, but they're the youngest. They're the youngest ones. So we call each other homies, so...
1: Uh, so do we, that's what we call it. Yeah, other we're guys. like getting down in the hood here, yeah. 100 not yeah. out style He's got a red bandana and i got a blue bandana Yeah, that's how it goes We're bad He's the blood You're
2: bad, yeah Yeah, well, they're, they're pretty gangsters Because they, are, I mean, all of my group, of course, they have hip-hop names So it was Leela G and Missy M But we've got, you know, everybody I'm Billy J Buzz, everyone's got a hip-hop name and, and that's how we, you know But yeah, so we went to the Bronx and Harlem To look at the birthplace of hip-hop And um they did some dancing in the hip-hop you know areas and uh but while we're there we're in the new york you know the big blizzard where we had like snow above our like our hip and so it was awesome we were just out in it playing and um doing it would have been good for their arthritis angels. wouldn't it
1: the snow around their hips would have been perfect
2: yeah exactly yeah, be like perfect. icing yeah
1: i loved it um,
0: I want to, I want to give you a little plug here though, because from what I understand, we're talking about how selfless this has been. Mm, mm. One thing which I'm gathering, because we got very excited when we saw that you were taking a group over to America and we were like, well, we're taking a group over to Icaria. Maybe in the future, we should all join forces and do a, I mean, we, we love this girl. Wouldn't so many be, cool yeah. things, but yeah. you've, you've obviously decided because you connect so well with the older community. Um, you've created a travel company for older, yeah. like just, so it's for, for people. Does it have an age limit and what's Call. just tell us about it. Give it a plug so people know if they want a tour with Billy Jordan, they can.
2: Oh, well, thank you. It's called Discover Me Travel, and it's adventure travel for senior citizens uh, of, any, of any age. Um, and so what I focus on is them learning things uh, that they might not otherwise learn. So it's not just sort of sightseeing and stuff. So one trip they go to Thailand, they learn how to be elephant mahouts in the jungle uh, on the, in the Golden Triangle. Um, we near where the Karen tribe people are. You know, the rings up to their necks. They learn how to look after their own elephant. Go bareback elephant riding. Um, another one, they learn how to be stunt car drivers, um, <laughs> and they crazy. jump over oh, they wow. jump over big jumps, and they they drive on two wheels. Um, another one, of course, they come to Waikiki. They learn how to be hip hop dancers, and they learn a whole other stuff. Another one in America, they meet. Um, NASA astronauts and they um they learn street fighting in Washington DC and how to break a board. So it's not just these Sweet. training things. The training things only a tiny chunk. The rest is sightseeing and having adventure, but it's there's no tour bus or whatever. It's public transport, it's on the New York subway. It's traveling like you do when you're twenty and it's just small groups. How much do but, they love that? Hey? Eh?
1: How much do they love that? Is that are they just all yeah. over
2: there? Yeah yeah of course because of course, they're, who, they're who doesn't
1: who doesn't want to behave like they're 20 exactly at whatever age
2: exactly you know, if you're under 20 so, you
1: want to be 20 if you're over 20 you want to be 20 so that's uh, that's perfect
2: yeah so it'd be great to hook up with you guys and do something with your um audience and yeah
1: um
0: do you, do you want a question I've got a couple of go. big, okay so go. okay. i'm busting to ask you this you've been doing this for four years Uh, What do you think, based on your experience, based on your dealings with um, older human beings, what do you think are the keys to a great long life?
2: Um, I think it's probably about three main things is do something out of your comfort zone because you you still grow. Uh, You learn new things. You connect with new people. Don't do what you used to do. Do not think, oh, I used to be happy doing like ballroom dancing, so I'll continue that. What is How is that going to change anything? So go outside your comfort zone um, and connect with people that you wouldn't otherwise connect with and then have a sense of achievement. Those three things conquer depression, as you know. So, yeah, so yeah. outside your comfort zone, do something. The last thing on the planet that you would think you would do, nice. connect with other people and friends. and have some sense of accomplishment. And sometimes it could be, okay, I just will clean out my shelves in my kitchen today. And some it will be, well, I'm going to be the oldest person to ever whatever, do you know what I mean? Mm, it, we'll and to and the more random, the better, you know. Have a big goal, set them. Set small ones, big ones, and be incredibly ambitious. And also what I've learned as well from, from you're always going to have haters. So my, you know, even my 96-year-old, she gets hated on because she's doing something that's not considered lavender and lace. So I've learned that you don't get immunity um, from haters when you're in your 90s. It wow. never happens. They'll You'll have haters to the time you take your last breath. So if you can get that and know that you're going to have people, no matter what, how good it is, I have haters. They mm. just think, you know, what I do is just terrible. I, you know, it's like let them die, just... <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, well,
0: we spoke about this on a previous episode of 100 Not Out called Overcoming the Tall Poppy Syndrome. Yeah. So, yeah. when you go to do something that you love, and it doesn't have to be uh, flying to the moon, it can be doing hip hop dance in your 70s, 80s, or 90s. There mm-hmm. are going to be people that try and cut you down because it makes them incredibly uncomfortable. Mm. But, like yeah. you said, one of the biggest keys to a great long life is to do what is uncomfortable yeah. because you go through incredible growth. So, just to give people an insight because i think we can really um associate more with people's challenges what for someone that survived an earthquake had an incredible epiphany um uh, had experienced post traumatic stress disorder and all the rest of it what type of resistance do you get when people see that you have um helped create the world's oldest hip hop group brought incredible joy to people's lives what type of resistance are, are you getting so people can get a uh, really get an idea that you're not just these aren't just words
2: oh i mean i get like even when i was trying to raise money for them to get to las vegas i had people write to me saying that i was um hurting the environment because i was encouraging an activity that would use up greenhouse gas emissions by them flying to las vegas um i get so i get things like that i get stuff like um, I'm letting them. I'm making them live longer, and it's cruel to the families who are ready for them to die. Are you kidding so, me? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I've had like a son. One of my members, his son, yelled at me when I went to pick her up, um, and said, you're, "You're keeping her alive. Just let her die. Let her die." Oh my God. Do you um, reckon
0: that has financial undertones? Because, people,
2: of course, yeah, of course, yeah. I would seaweed. say a good a good third of my dancers, you know, that I've had their families are. Resentful that they're living longer than they should, Come you know, on. from their perspective. Wow. Um, it's 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 shocking, but it's completely true. Um, hey, do
1: you, can you get do you get insurance for the oldies? Because my mum, yeah, she's true. not even old. She's what sixty something, sixty five, I think. No. Yeah, sixty five this year, and we we're going to Icaria, and she struggled to be able to get insurance at sixty five to go and travel overseas.
2: Yeah, I mean, you there's only like a couple of companies that will take them, you know, over seventy. But it just depends. We just get we don't get don't get um existing conditions because pretty much if you're old you've got everything. So that can be really <laughs> expensive. So you just have to take that risk. That yeah. that's the other thing. Do I um, love
1: that you're so frank?
2: Yeah. Well I had to be because when I first started the group I treated them like porcelain. It's no different than Most people but then I realized my gosh if I was gonna have real respect for these people They need to be treated like equals and
0: yeah and like, they want that. People that are older, they don't want to be mollycoddled and yeah, softened, right. and you know, let's that's okay, dear. Yeah, we'll get all you. Oh, them. they can't stand yeah. it. They, nah. they, they like. Noel McMahon said, like, still thinks like a twenty-year-old. Yeah, totally. You know, no matter yeah. how old people get, they still think like a young adult, pretty much. Yeah, and they can't bear the idea of being spoken to like a ninety-five old and old person mm. because we all do it so terribly. Mm. So,
2: it, it, there are some people though that do like to be treated really old. Uh, They like to – it makes them feel safe and secure to be treated like a child. And those ones, they've made that choice. And there's not much I can do about it. Like I definitely have had ones who just – yeah, they want to be treated like an invalid. It makes them feel secure. Um, And that's fine. They can go – they can get that but just not in my class.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not as part of the hip operation. Okay. So you've said growth, um, socializing, a sense of achievement – what do you observe because I I, well, I haven't spoken to anyone on this podcast that actually has a group of people with dementia. Mm. I, I saw in your TED Talk you said, you know what, people can still live a good life with dementia. When I heard you say that, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I talk
1: about dementia. It's actually pretty exciting as, for them because they get to meet somebody new every single day. Every single day. Yeah, it's
0: good. But see, when I ask for a show of hands when I do a talk, um, dementia is the thing people fear the most because mm, mm, totally. it, it impacts yeah, every single serious. area of life. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you've got cancer, you can still think, you can still converse. Or if you've got dementia, like you said, everyone you meet's a new person. If we're yeah. talking yeah. as it as it develops. Yeah. So, firstly, how do you deal with these people? Because I'm guessing you're not having a cognizant conversation every single time um, no. with these people.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, they, you know, um, don't know their age. You know, it's, it's. I mean, it's obviously on their levels. Um, a lot of them have got advanced dementia. Um, so in terms of teaching them dance, um, I rely on muscle memory. Wow. So I repeat a movement again and again and again, and their muscle just wants to do it when they wow. hear that music cue because their brain, their muscles got a much better memory than their brain does. So, okay, so then you just shift from... Uh, sort of cognitive uh, training in terms of dance to muscle memory. And so that's what I focus on. So their body is just wants to do it and they don't, it doesn't rely on their brain at all. Uh, so yeah, Did you learn
0: this when you were reading your hip hop books? Because I know without sounding like a Michael Jackson fanatic, he would always say that the music comes through him when he danced. He says, I don't like it how people are like, one, two, three, four, five, this is Michael Jackson, because he's like, you've got to feel the music. You've got to actually and that for me almost feels like a on a on a subconscious level, like a muscle memory. Like you get just can't help but do the movement. Mm. So you're relying <laughs> on almost bypassing the conscious mind that they, mm-hmm. they just feel this innate almost need to move in that way. Yeah. But how did yeah. you learn that? I mean, you're a PR like say, girl working for a local council that then decides to yeah. create a hip-hop group. So
1: where well, did you learn that?
2: a deadline of eight eight months, you know, and, uh, to get to the World Hip-Hop Champs. So I had to just learn, you know, make all the mistakes, learn what was working, what wasn't. Uh, so just, you know, self-taught. Um, and uh you know because you're not a i'm not i it would not have worked if I was a dance teacher um it's because it's yeah. it's heart first it's yep. you know I have an authentic genuine desire to see them grow to see them come out of their shells so the change in them has been remarkable i mean a lot of the generation i've I'm teaching um are females that have, you know, their husbands have now died, and they were secondary to their husband. Um, and the, and now they're like the most interesting person at the dinner table. Nobody wants to talk to their husband if he's still alive. You know what I mean? They get ignored. It's like, I want to talk to the hip-hopping grandmother. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, and then they've worked out their value and their potential. Um, because as you know, with this generation, between 70 and 90 it's called the silent generation. They were the generation that were seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they never had uh, puberty. They never had uh, travel. They never had um, self-growth. That was just not part of that generation. So for me, my dancers are, are going through puberty for the first time. They're wow. discovering themselves. They're finding out what they can do, what they can't do. Um they're finding out their potential. They're finding out what they like and don't like. They're defining themselves.
1: Any
2: question? Go on. Yes. You ask one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's has bit hogging the mic, hasn't he? He does do that. But I've been absolutely enthralled by this and I'm really loving it because I'm just picturing all these people that I do know and, and those that do challenge themselves. We've for a long time said that you know to live a long life, it seems that it's important to be engaged in your community or at least maintain engagement to have a purpose, uh, you know, so whatever that purpose is, you know, in other words, be purposeful, but also to have movement. There have been the three constructs, but you've given us another three, which kind of, you know, tie into that. And I'm really, and I'm, I'm actually really happy because only just yesterday we were recording, um, well, it seems like yesterday, it was actually, you know, months and months ago, but, <laughs> you know, but it seems like yesterday. Um, it was, um, we are recording we say, saying, you know, do you think we're going to learn anything new? Do you think we're going to learn anything new? And and that was a question that you asked me in uh, in kind of we've been sum, summing up our last 156 episodes, you know, and uh, or 150 episodes, whatever it was. And so then 156 yep. was our birthday. Yeah, was our birthday. That's right. <laughs> oh gosh, it's all coming back to me now. And uh, and so we we were talking about that, and we both said, I said, I don't know if we're going to learn anything else, but we're going to have our ideas reinforced, but. You kind of shattered that and just blown that out of the water with the first interview we've done since that, which is Mm. just, you know, I'm so excited about it because it means that there's so much more for us to learn. And it wasn't that I felt like we'd stopped learning. I just felt like we'd almost reached. But now we can ask three more questions. You know, what are you doing that's challenging you? What are you doing that's taking you outside your comfort zone? What have you achieved lately? You know, what an amazing thing to be able to ask people.
2: Yeah. I mean, I want to set up um, scholarships and stuff for old people because when they retire, you know, there is that fear for so many people. Um, What do they do? You know, how do they define themselves? Because people, unfortunately, throw their identity into their job. It's not your job. This is how you earn your money. You know what I mean? It's so immaterial from who you are um i saw that a
1: lot in new zealand when i'd ask somebody you know i'd I'd say hey how you doing they go flat out busy and i'm like oh okay awesome that's that's cool yeah me too and so i was really asking them how they are there's been a book written on that that's called essentialism um but it's it's the the um humble the humble brag um but also found that people attach themselves to and we see this in australia you know the question often is what do you do and it's not like I oh, will go for a walk with the dog and I kick the footy in the park. It's like oh, I'm an accountant or, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a chief executive officer of such and such, you know, and you go, oh, that's amazing, good work, and all of a sudden you move on. But yeah. in repurposing all of that, which is what it sounds like you're wanting to do, giving people scholarships, it means that they can go and, you know, learn something, get a PhD in something, go and get their master's. It sounds mm-hmm. so cool.
2: The other key thing is stay of your old, stay away from old people.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get phone calls and they'll go, I don't fit in, I feel so much younger, I go to these things and there's all old people there and they talk about the same stuff. And, you know, some people are going to just want to be old, you know, it makes them feel secure. Let them be old, but for God's sake, get out of there. You've got to. Um, And that's a real sad thing is that we've got this whole retirement village thing going on where we get all these old people and we put them on the outskirts of town and so they can just hang out with more old people. Um, and that's okay for some people that need that security. But if you're not like that, and, you know, most people aren't, you've got to connect with young people. Otherwise, you're you're just going to die, you know. It's just awful. Why would you want to hang out with people just because their skin's wrinkly too? You've got nothing in common. It doesn't mean you've got anything in common with them. Speaking of
1: wrinkles... You've got none and you're forty seven. Right. So what's what's your secret? Are we talking watercress, Puhoy, (laughs) Puha, Kiwi Fruit?
0: I can say Kiwi. That's about all I can say about New
1: Zealand (laughs) You haven't snapper?
2: I've got a boyfriend, so I'm going I'm in my, you know, big love fest. You're in
1: love. Right. She's you're all loved up. She's loved up.
0: Endorphins racing. Oh, I've got it. That's what. Seriously, great. just so you know, you look about twenty-five. Yeah, you do. Oh
2: well, I'm not really. I, you know, I don't. But that's nice. It's uh... no, you
0: do because Damien's forty-two. I'm thirty-four. And literally, when I saw the YouTube video, I was like, "Yeah, he's about 25 Yeah, and you're in your <laughs> mid-forties, and Damien particularly is quite enamoured by your incredible complexion. Yeah, <laughs> and. I'm thinking the only food that comes out of New Zealand is kiwi fruit. No, it's China, mate. All oh, right. China, oh, well, China. China, Chinese gooseberries. I've
2: just been in America for two weeks. I've been gorging on chicken and waffles.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> See, it's food. Food's not that important. It's amazing. It's not that
2: important. Do you know what? When I was dying, <laughs> like I thought I was going to die in this earthquake, I had, apart from moving to the island, I was like, I'm going to drink better wine. I don't drink wine anymore. I disgrace myself at a wedding. So I'm I just, eat KFC. Uh, but I'm just going to have – one of the best things I thought of life is just having long lunches, meals with a group of friends and laughter. Perfect. And I was like, that is, the, That's, that is the key to happiness is doing that, I think. Well done.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, love, love that. Love that. Now,
0: I know the phone is ringing, but there is one very the- important question we must ask you before we finish up. Is it true that on watching the castle, you came over here and visited Bonnie Doon?
2: Yes. I loved it so much I thought, I've got to go to Bonnie Doon. So I got this public bus. I flew to Melbourne, got a public bus two hours north, get get to Bonnie Doon, uh, walked to the camping ground because that's the only place you can stay, thought I've got to meet people from Bonnie Doon, you know, like the movie. So I walked up what they call one stubby road because you can drink one stubby. By the time you finish the stubby, you're at the pub. Nobody wanted to talk to me. I roamed around for two days. Before my bus was going along, here yeah, just because of the castle, love it.
1: No one talked to you. No one. Oh no! That's not choice.
0: It was an antisocial nobody town.
2: Was there. there was nobody there. I was the only one in the camping ground. It was off season.
0: Oh, it was One right.
2: person in the pub who looked dodgy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello to the dodgy person at the Bonnie Doon pub watching this. <laughs> and he's <laughs> still there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been too much fun, Billy. Again, we could make this a quadruple episode, but thank you so much again for what you're doing for humanity. It's an incredible project. Your life purpose Keep is... Keep on living forever. Keep
1: on living. Oh, That's great. It's, it's just so
0: remarkable. We, yeah. we look forward to following your progress and, and hopefully meeting you in the flesh one day and maybe helping humanity continue to grow. We're very aligned in what we're all trying to do for the world. So well done again on what you're doing with the hip operation. Thanks. And um, yeah, we look forward to keeping in touch and, and seeing what you're up to. So as we like to wish all of our guests on 100 Not Out, may the The Rest of your life, Billy Jordan. Continue to be the best of your life.
2: Thanks.
0: Now, this has been another great edition of 100 Not Out. Thanks, Damo. This has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, If you'd like to watch this on YouTube, go to YouTube and check uh, Look out for 100 Not Out and Billy Jordan. Go to thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available. And for more information on Damien, go to DamienChristoff.com and for myself at marcuspiers.com.au. Until next week, folks, as always, may the rest of your life truly be the best of your life.